Good morning, brothers and sisters. I welcome also to this devotional on Hion Sharpens Hion. Trust our night was restful. Today we continue with our reading from the book of Hebrews. We'll be reading chapter 12 and 13 from the contemporary English version. I read, Such a large crowd of witnesses is all around us, so we must get rid of everything that slows us down especially the sin that just won't let go. And we must be determined to run the race that is ahead of us. We must keep our eyes on Jesus who leads us and makes our faith complete. He endures the shame of being nailed to a cross because he knew later on he would be glad he did. Now he is seated at the right hand of God's throne. So keep your mind on Jesus, who put up with many insults for sinners, from sinners. Then you won't get discouraged and give up. None of you have yet been hurt in your battle against sin. But you have forgotten that the scriptures say to God's children, When the Lord punishes you, don't make light of it. And when he corrects you, don't be discouraged. The Lord corrects the people he loves and disciplines those he calls his own. Be patient when you are being corrected. This is how God treats his children. Don't all parents correct their children? God corrects all his children, and if he doesn't correct you, then you don't really belong to him. Our heavenly fathers correct us, and we still respect them. Isn't it even better to be given true life by letting our spiritual father correct us? 10. Our human fathers correct us for a short time, and they do it as they think best. But God corrects us for our own good because he wants us to be holy as he is. It is never fun to be corrected. In fact, at the time it is always painful. But if we learn to obey by being corrected, we will do right and live at peace. 12. Now stand up straight. Stop your knees from shaking and walk a straight path. Then lame people will be healed instead of getting worse. Try to live at peace with everyone. Live a clean life. If you don't, You will never see the Lord. Make sure no one misses out on God's wonderful kindness. Don't let anyone become bitter and cause trouble for the rest of you. Watch out for immoral and ungodly people like Esau, who sold his future blessing for only one meal. You know how he later wanted to eat back, but there was nothing he could do to change things. Even though he begged his father and cried, you have not come to a place like Monsignor that can be seen and touched. There is no flaming fire or dark cloud or storm or trumpet sound. The people of Israel heard a voice speak, but they begged it to stop. 20. Because they could not obey his commands. They were even told to kill any animals that touched the mountain. The sight was so frightening that Moses said he shook with fear. 22. 
You have now come to Mount Zion and to the heavenly Jerusalem. This is the city of the living God, where thousands and thousands of angels have come to celebrate. Here you will find all of God's dearest children, whose names are written in heaven. And you will find God himself, who judges everyone. Here also are the spirits of those good people who have been made perfect. 24. And Jesus is here. He is the one who makes God new agreement with us. And his sprinkled blood says much better things than the blood of Abel. 25. Make sure you obey the one who speaks to you. The people did not escape when they refused to obey the one who spoke to them at Mount Sinai. Do you think you can possibly escape if you refuse to obey the one who speaks to you from heaven? When God speaks the first time, his voice shook only the earth. This time he has promised to shake the earth once again, and heaven too. 27. The words once again means that these created things will someday be shaken and removed. Then what cannot be shaken will last. We should be grateful we were given a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And in this kingdom, we please God by worshiping him and by showing him great honor and respect. 29, the last verse. Our God is like a destructive fire. Amen. Chapter 13, which is the last chapter in the book of Hebrews. I read. Keep being concerned about each other as the Lord's followers should. Be sure to welcome strangers into your home. By doing this, some people have welcomed angels as guests without even knowing it. Remember the lost people who are in jail and, and be concerned for them. Don't forget those who are suffering, but imagine you are there with them. Have respect for marriage. Always be faithful to your partner. Because God will punish anyone who is immoral or unfaithful in marriage. Don't fall in love with money. Be satisfied with what you have. The Lord has promised that he will not leave us or desert us. This should make you feel like saying, The Lord helps me. Why should I be afraid of what people can do to me. Hallelujah. Don't forget about your leaders who taught you God's message. Remember what kind of life they lived and tried to have faith like theirs. 8. Jesus Christ never changes. Hallelujah. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Don't be fooled by any kind of strange teachings. It is better to receive strength from God's gift of undeserved grace than to depend on certain foods. After all, these foods don't really help the people who eat them. But we have an altar where even the priests who serve in the place of worship have no right to eat. After the high priest offers the blood of animals as a sin offering, the bodies of those animals are burned outside the camp. Jesus himself suffered outside the city gates 
so his blood would make people holy. This is why we should go outside the camp to Jesus and share in his disgrace. On this earth, we don't have a city that lasts forever, but we are waiting for such city. Our sacrifice is to keep offering praise to God in the name of Jesus. But don't forget to help others to, do, to share your possessions with them. This too is like offering a sacrifice that pleases God. Hallelujah. Obey your leaders and do what they say. They are watching over you and they must answer to God. So don't make them sad as they do their work. Make them happy. Otherwise, they won't be able to help you at all. 18. Pray for us. Our consciences are clear and we always try to live right. I especially want you to pray that I can visit you once again. 20. God gives peace and he raised our Lord Jesus Christ from death. Now Jesus is like a great shepherd whose blood was used to make God's eternal agreement with his flock. I pray God will make you ready to obey him and that you would always be eager to do right. May Jesus help you to do, to do what pleases God. To Jesus Christ be glory forever and ever. Amen. 22. My friends, I have written only a short letter to encourage you, and I beg you to pay close attention to what I have said. By now, you surely must know that our friend Timothy is out of jail. If he gets here in time, I will bring him with me when I come to visit you. Please give my greetings to your leaders and the rest of the lost people. His followers from Italy send you their greetings. 25, the last verse. I pray that God will be kind to all of you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, so uh, before we wrap up this session, I would like to just share a few highlights. Uh, from chapter 12, if we look at verse 2, where Paul says to us, so we must keep our eyes on Jesus who leads us and makes our faith complete. People of God, let us keep our eyes on Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. That is all we've got. All we've got and we can ever have. Okay, people. And in verse 3, it says, so keep your mind on Jesus. You see, verse 2 was talking about keep our eyes on Jesus. Three is saying, keep your mind on Jesus. You know, and the reason is because you see how much he, he, he took insult in from sinners all because of us. We must focus on Jesus. We must focus on Jesus. And in verse 14 of this chapter 12, he says, let's try to live at peace with everyone. Don't say, no, I don't like this person. This one is not my it's enemy of my friend is my enemy. This Because this person is not a member of my church, so I don't like them. Or because this person doesn't like me, so I don't like them. Let's live at peace with everyone, people of God. Live a clean life. 
And there is a clause to this. He said, if you don't, you will never see the Lord. If you don't, you will never see. I didn't write this. This is what the scripture says. You will never see the Lord. Please let us live a clean life and live at peace with everyone. And in chapter 13, looking at verse 2, it says, Be sure to welcome strangers into your home. By doing this, some people have welcomed angels as guests without even knowing it. People will come to us and beg us for money or ask us for something. Don't be too, you know, like, be, don't be saucy. Don't give attitude just because you are not in good mood. Don't drive people away. Welcome people. If you are not sure, like maybe because, because of the world we, we are in today, pray before you welcome them in. Pray before you give anybody money. Pray before you answer to a stranger's. Pray. And verse 4, to couples, married people, have respect for your marriage. Always be faithful to your partner because God will punish another clause. If you don't have respect for your marriage and you are not faithful to your partner, God will punish anyone who is immoral or unfaithful in marriage. See, Brapo has said this in our previous um, readings. See, it is better you remain, you are single. Marriage is not a destination. It's not by force. It's not, it's not a purpose to be fulfilled. It's just a part of the enjoyment, things we enjoy on earth. So if you know you don't have the grace to be faithful in marriage, please remain single. And before you even get married, before you get married, people of God, you have to be able to date yourself. Marry yourself first. Be faithful. See that you are faithful to yourself. Because marriage is not something, it's just, you don't have to go there and waste your life and waste the other person's life. You can see what the, the scriptures, they say God will punish anyone. Who is immoral or unfaithful in marriage? I didn't write this. And in verse 5, it says, don't fall in love with money. People of God, be satisfied with what you have. A lot of things are happening in this world. People are just money, 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 money. Sleeping with people for money. Sleeping with animals for money. Don't fall in love for money, people of God. Don't get into marriage for money. Don't date anybody for money. The Lord has promised that he will not leave us, nor forsake us. He will make provision for every of our needs, which is why we have to focus on God. Hallelujah. And in verse 8, we need to be reminded that Jesus never changes. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God is the same. He never changes. God never lies. 
Hold on to that, people. It is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And lastly, in verse 14, he said, On this earth, we don't have a city that lasts forever. But we are waiting for such city. He's talking about rapture. The world we live in today will never last forever. And we can tell that people today will live, tomorrow will die. It is not by age. It is not that you have to get to a certain age before you leave this earth. No, you see children dies. Infant dies. Old people dies. So this earth is not, is, is, is not forever. It won't last forever. So let's look forward to eternal life. But we can only gain that when we live righteous. Let's live to live to, to please God and never to please our, our sinful nature or people around us. May the Lord bless his word to us, to us today in Jesus' name. Have a beautiful day, people of God, and I will see us tomorrow by God's grace. Bye for now.